you know, paying out the Social Security bills and the Medicare bills, it wouldn't get him very far. He'd still have $16 trillion worth of debt to eliminate. The Trump campaign has said it would sell off government assets, land, buildings. That totals only about $3 trillion, leaving $13 trillion left to cut. The necessary cuts to discretionary spending, says Justin Wolfers. It would cause the U.S. economy to crash, not slow, not a recession, a depression. A depression which would leave the world without its last functioning engine of economic growth, i.e. the U.S. economy. A sputtering economy would also reduce government tax revenue, which would make it even harder to reduce the debt. The economy is not in a position to handle thinking about bringing down debt at the moment. Harvard's Ken Rogoff. The Trump campaign suggested selling oil from government lands could generate offsetting revenue. The U.S. would have to sell as much oil per year as Saudi Arabia does for 100 years. In New York, I'm Sabri Beneshore for Marketplace. On Wall Street today, more down than up. We'll have the details when we do the numbers. The new law in North Carolina that changes the way cities and counties there are allowed to treat LGBT people is controversial, and that's putting it mildly. It's known as HB2, the law is, and corporate America is making its voice heard. Bank of America and American Airlines say that law will eventually make it difficult to lure top talent to their operations in North Carolina. But organizers of the biggest business event in the entire state say they might take a hit in just a couple of weeks when a trade show that is basically the fashion week of the furniture industry is set to kick off. From WUNC, Jorge Valencia has the story. For a long time, North Carolina was at the center of furniture manufacturing. So it made sense that in 1909, the Southern Furniture Exposition opened here. They now call it the High Point Market, and it has an annual estimated economic impact of more than $5 billion. But organizers say that this spring, Dozens of visitors are telling them they're not coming. Addendum Gallery. I called one of those guests. This is Shane. Shane Hardkey owns a furniture store in the suburbs of Indianapolis. He's been in business for 13 years, and for the last seven, he's been traveling to High Point. For a lot of the lines, it's the only place that they do show. I mean, so if you don't go there, you don't get to buy or you don't get to see the lines. He says he also buys in New York and Atlanta, but that High Point is the best place for luxury carpeting and furniture. He says that last year, he invested more than $150,000 there. So why aren't you going to go? Because I don't want to support a, a state and a government that has sanctioned discrimination into their state law. Why would I want to do that? Um, Especially in this industry that you know caters to a lot of LGBT people. First of all, I'm not sure that accurate information about the bill is out there. This is Republican Senate Leader Phil Berger, arguably the most powerful member of the North Carolina General Assembly. Let's not uh, fool ourselves uh, at this point. The legislation that passed actually creates stronger anti-discrimination laws in North Carolina than have ever existed. Berger and other Republicans say the law is an improvement because it creates a uniform standard across the state. That uniform standard does not include LGBT people as a class protected from discrimination. It also prohibits cities or counties from making them a protected class. Businesses that I've heard from uh, have indicated that they are uh, receiving pressure from some of these far-left groups and uh, that they would prefer to be involved in uh, running their businesses as opposed to getting involved in this sort of thing. 
So then the question is how out-of-state people's feelings about a law such as HB2 might affect an event such as High Point Market. Michael Hicks is an economics professor at Ball State University in Indiana. He saw similar business reactions in his home state last year after the governor signed the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. Businesses pushed back and legislators eventually scaled back the law. But at the end of the day, 2015 ended up being a you know, a stellar year for Indiana, best uh, year for visitation and tourism conventions ever. So very difficult to see any impact at this point. Shane Hartke, who owns that store near Indianapolis, thinks that North Carolina will eventually roll back its law, just like Indiana did last year. Then he'll return to High Point Market. Only if and when that happens. Yes. But what if it doesn't? Trust me, it will. When reporters contacted the office of Senate leader Phil Berger and asked if he was reconsidering HB2, they got a short answer. No.